Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast, episode 56. And boy, are we excited to talk about this one. We got so much to cover. We got so much to talk about. We got so much, so much to discuss here. But before I get any further on to what today's details are going to be, because we also have a giveaway, let me introduce, as always, my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite cowboy from Dallas, Mr. Cowboy Dan, I only, it's I only easy. I'm not from Dallas. I felt, I felt like uh, they would understand where that's at. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I've been good. Oh, the, the stream broke. Just gentlemen, so we good? Uh, I mean, We're I'm broke. good. Are we good? Good. Looks like everyone's good in the in the group chat as well. For those of you listening in and are interested, of course, about the giveaway, we will be talking about that any time now. But what is up to everyone? Thank you guys for joining us. We got so much to talk about. We got so much to discuss. And what more can I say? But uh, uh, you know what? Let's let, let's get right to the nitty gritty of things. Christian, how is this? Down. How is this going to go down? How is this giveaway going to be breaking down? All right, so um, I don't know. We didn't really discuss this, but I guess we'll figure out in a few minutes. But throughout throughout this podcast, we will stop, and I will post a link. Well, Ivan will post a link in the chat, and that link you have to click it, enter your Twitter handle. We'll give everyone about ten minutes or so while we talk about some other stuff. After those ten minutes have passed, I will then put all the Twitter handles into a randomizer online, and I will pick one from there well the computer will select one randomize randomly and then the winner will be selected tonight and that's how it's gonna go so those of you interested about that giveaway it's gonna be happening we will be doing it at a random time so you guys do have to stick around because it's uh it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun and uh hopefully uh hopefully one of you guys walks away with uh with a big smile on your face and for those of you who don't we are sorry but but with that said okay wait 700 Hold up, hold up. Before I want to say anything, I think we're gonna have to do the screen share, Ivan. If you are down to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. So, so just, just don't think it's rigged. So screen share. Screen share. We're okay. Gonna, we're gonna do that. We'll get we'll get into that. Yes, topic a little eleven. Later. Eleven, Ivan. To answer your question, it's eleven till seven hundred. Eleven till seven hundred. So that means the seven hundred giveaway is in the mix. So we're getting uh, a little bit closer to that number, and uh, hopefully we can do something big for that as well. And of course, we got our YouTube giveaway coming up as well for those only uh, who who subscribe to the YouTube channel. So we got a lot, a lot of coming on, and uh, well, hopefully you guys stick around for more. But we're here to talk about America. We're here to talk about Las Aguas. We're here to talk about that weird and crazy Monterrey game. I know I have a lot of emotions and feelings towards that game. I know you gentlemen do as well. We have, of course, uh, transfer rumors. Really, really hot transfer oh, rumors, if really I'm not mistaken. Hot. Two more days till transfer deadline window, and America really needs to get things going. It sounds like maybe one has been confirmed, but it's not 100% sure, but we'll discuss that a little bit later as well. We'll talk a little bit about tomorrow's Copa Mekis match, not really get too much into it, and then, of course, we're going to preview the Caretaro game as well as uh, give the ladies a huge, huge shout-out because, oh, my goodness, are they killing it. Yeah, man, a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. Cowboy Dan, ready? Yeah. Do you want to explain to the people why you're not in your uh, in, in your full Eagle Eye podcast getup? Because I had a rough day. Oh, rough day at at the office. Every everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, oh, okay. That didn't sound like fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. Well, let's start off where everyone wants to start off. 
America faced Monterrey last weekend and and uh, in Monterrey in the new estadio de what's it called? Uh, I don't know. I just call it BBVA. The estadio uh, BBVA. There uh, you go. Bancomer. Uh, don't don't matter. It don't matter. It don't care because that place is probably a haunted ground for us, to be honest. Yeah, we've never won, right? Never That's... won there, but not not only that, but I mean, you have just so much, so much, uh, so much things go wrong for you in that game. And it's very, very frustrating in that yeah. aspect. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get into it. So uh, we went into that matchup. It was 3 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Central, and then, of course, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So much hype around this game, so much... Uh, so much was going to be around whether or not America could play this strong Monterrey side with uh, the limited squad that we had. So much was going to be asked about Monterrey as well. Could they keep up their good run of form? You know, they kind of bottled it against Leon at home. And and it was a lot of questions surrounding both teams, both squads. But it, it was a game that got tainted really fast. And I mean Ooh. really fast uh, within the first couple of minutes because of that red card to Abiles Hurtado. Um, you know, this is a place where we try to veer away from referees. We, we hardly ever talk about them. You know me. I, I'm, I hate I hate uh, acknowledging any referee uh, on this podcast, you know, and uh, but unfortunately today we're going to have to talk about it because it actually it, it affected both sides right away. So um, let's let's break it down. Let's let's let's, let's give people the, the insight on it and, and let's get let's get it going, gentlemen. So who has the lineup that we went out with on Saturday? I got it right here. All right, Dylan, break it down to us. Uh, Marchesin, Aguilar, Valdez, Aguilera, Sanchez, Ibarra, Alvarez, uh, Guido, Insarudalde, Martin, and Roger. Alrighty, so it was kind of what we predicted, to be honest. Yeah, Correct? basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I guess the only that we had was who would play that left hand position. Would it be Insaralde? Would it be Tony Lopez or Clemente? How Bio has been doing? But uh, were any of you guys surprised to see Insaralde start? No, I think when Insa was named on the score sheet, it was. Um, I, I think it was. It wasn't really much of a shock. It was more of a okay. It, it seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the profit gives us a start, and you thought, you know what, this team could possibly go toe to toe with this Monterrey side. Oh, definitely. I felt very confident. Uh, we we've been playing well. I know they have too, but I just know I just thought our team matched up a little bit better than them. And like I said, I was feeling confident. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that confidence kind of just went away after the match kept progressing. So, I mean, if you look at the beginning of the match, America pressed well, America pressed high, tried to make Monterrey uncomfortable at times, kind of passing the ball here and there. Uh, obviously, it's the first couple of minutes, so you can't really read too much into it. But then, of course, five minutes in, we get the first controversial call of the night, and it's Aviles Hurtado who gets a red card okay. after stepping on Marchesin, mm-hmm. and uh, referee takes it back to the VAR and gives them the red card. Now, gentlemen, you guys saw this game. Uh, how did you guys take take upon this? I know Christian, you had the first half on on the live tweets. Uh, how did you see it? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a crazy uh, roller coaster of emotions, if you will. Um, I guess from my point of view, I don't think a red card was necessary there. Um, he did step on Marchesin, but I don't think it was worthy of a red. I don't know. The whole situation just got blown out of proportion. It didn't need to go to the to the heights that it did. And like you said, this this red card literally tainted the whole match because then I guess the referee felt pressured and then controversial after controversial call kept coming throughout the whole match. And 
it, it was it was it was a shame to see. Dylan. Yeah, I'm mean, just uh, really when everyone went back to go watch it, you know, that first half, I thought, you know, I felt like it was mostly us playing the ball, you know, but unfortunately, you know, uh, like you like you mentioned, the red card, you know, really tainted the match. And then you see us give up the penalty and then, you know, obviously come back and equalize. And then you see the yellow card at the end to the Monterey player. You know, you just you just had that feeling like that. It's going to continue on into the second half. And you wonder how much is it going to affect the game and what's going to happen in the second half. Yeah, I I think the Hurtado one got blown out of proportion as well. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at it, it, it's kind of the inertia of the play. It's mm-hmm. it's him kind of running into Marchesin, not because he wants to step on him, because he kind of accelerates to that point where he has no choice but to step on Marchesin at that point. And yeah. I, I mm-hmm. don't think you know Marchesin, you know, says, "Oh, he steps on me," blah blah. blah. Just the, the usual. You would always, you was, you know, a player would always argue, but I, I never thought Marchesin actually even intended to say, "Hey, you know what." You know, they, uh, you know, give him the red card. But I mean, I mean, who am I to say, right? So, Abilas Gutierrez gets the red card, and I'm, I'm baffled by it. I'm, I'm watching the game with my dad. We're both baffled by it, but we say, okay, mm-hmm. it, it happened. It was a call. Let's move forward. Now you yeah. think you're down, Monterrey's down to 10, man. You got 11. Use that, get that momentum, and go and push forward. And we kind of did, but nothing really came through it. And and I think that's the one thing that worried me because a, a lot of people think we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about this Monterrey game and we're going to talk about how the referee messed it up and this and that. But I want to put a lot of blame on our players as well mm-hmm. because for the majority of the match, you were up a man and you weren't able to count. You weren't able to take care of the situation at hand. Makes me think what is going on. We lacked a lot of creativity. We were very poor going forward sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I felt that sometimes we just had, just a lack of imagination when it was and when it was time to break down this Monterrey because what Monterrey did very well even when they were down to nine players is they defended properly we left gaps and I mean gaps of spaces open in the back whenever we were even up a man and and that was the most worrisome part to me is like we forgot exactly where we were going for we let the game take us by storm and we kind of forgot that we had to play our game in order to walk out with the result in Monterrey but before we go any further into that I want to hear you guys' thoughts about being up a man and seeing this America side not really take advantage of it before we give away that penalty. Um, I mean, you know, just it's, at the end of the day, you know, it's something that kind of, you know, surprised me in a sense, but not really because, you know, you look at this team and, yeah, you know, you, you see the lineup and, you know, I think we said it at, at the beginning, you know, we thought this team can go toe-to-toe with Monterrey. But you know, it's something at the end of the day that we've 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 seen we've seen this team lack, even though we've we've been upper man, and you know, it's just the creativity is not really there. Um, really, most of our shots are off target more than anything. So I mean, it's not like there are some clear cut chances, if if uh, if I remember correctly. But you know, at the, at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, that's something that's got to be fixed, and it's something that we see all the time: fix this, fix that. But it just seems like nobody gets fixed. Nothing gets fixed. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and I, I was going to tweet this out, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. But I want to say we shot our own. We shot ourselves in the foot this game uh, because we lacked depth. We lacked quality. And I think the people who let us down this game wasn't necessarily the squad itself, but the people in charge of making sure we have a squad for the season. I think the board let us down. I think at this point you should have had some signings. There's no reason why you need to be waiting till the last day to make these proper signings. And then what? You still have, what, two, three weeks until they can actually get fit enough to say that they can play about 45 minutes? It's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. 
Yeah. You can't you can't expect to compete at this level with such a limited squad, regardless of how much talent there is still in that squad. You're gonna get faced with these issues, and because we had no one, I mean, no one to bring off the bench. You had what, Oriya Peralta? No, no, out. out. Who did you have that could come in and spark life into this into this match? Yeah, it's just it's just a matter of fact that our our cantera really isn't producing. The, the performances that we want and that what we need from them. It's uh it's a little bit upsetting that, you know, the high praise players that we normally praise, like Manny Lopez, uh couldn't have an impact on this game like we wanted to. And like you said, uh the depth really really did affect us in this game. And, and and I mean that was the most frustrating part because you looked at the bench and you said there's no one that can come and answer the call. There's mm-hmm. no one that can come in and, and actually produce. Um and and that was the case. That was the case. And and Monterrey did. Monterrey had an abundance of players that they could pick from, and they did oh. so. Um, and and I think we lacked quality in this game. And I think an America side that even goes down to nine men. You put this same game in the same scenario last season with a full studded bench that we had. I promise you, we walk away with with the three points. Mm-hmm, definitely, yeah. Because like you said, you know, some things might not be working in the initial eleven, and you have that. Like that resources in the bench, you can fall back on. Okay, you know what? Listen, oh, you know you're you're here, so why don't you put? Like, why don't you uh, get in the match and create something? But like you said, though, our our cantera just no man. They're they're not they're not performing to the standards that we need them to, and it hurt us this match. And then granted, you, you know, a lot of expectation was falling on these youngsters, and in, in, I mean, in a situation you put them against a very good Monterrey side away in a very rainy, and, and I also want to say the, the pitch conditions were terrible. Everyone was just slipping and sliding everywhere. It, it, it looked like, you know, a water park out there. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. But, I mean, I'm not going to say it was because of the pitch that we lost, but I I, I would question a lot of, uh, of Monterrey's attacks where we kind of just fell over. Uh, and that was very frustrating too, but, mm-hmm. um, but, but let's jump into the game. Like, like we were just dissecting it in comes a ball from the, the right-hand side of Monterrey's attack crosses it in two players collide with each other. Referee goes to the spot, calls it a penalty. Doesn't even hesitate. Doesn't even look at the VAR and calls it. And surprisingly enough, gives Emmanuel Aguilera a yellow card. Yes. And a player that was in nowhere nowhere in sight of that play whatsoever um wasn't just because he was just arguing with the yeah. with the referee and really? that it wasn't that it wasn't a penalty so the ref just gave him a yellow i think that's what happened yeah well i'm gonna take you guys word for it but other than that though it wasn't a penalty it's no soft. It's, it's soft uh, soft at most it really at was most, at most and that's saying something and um, but of course, you 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 felt that the reason why he gave that call was because of the red card and the yes, home, of course, the home advantage and the mm-hmm. fans pressuring him and this and that. And that goes back to what I said when that red card that Hurtado got just tainted the whole match because you know any little thing will now be called and it just ruined the whole match. So then, of course, Monterrey goes up top, scoring that penalty, and now you're thinking to yourself, well, I mean, you, you feel a little bit hurt because you feel like we're paying for the referee's mistakes. Which at the moment we were, and because of that we were down a man. Mm-hmm. But I saw a fight, I saw courage from them, and because of that, a great Edson Alvarez goal came through. Which yeah. was very lucky, very lucky to say the least that it went in. It was, but it was a good play though. The the good uh 
That was phenomenal how he got in front yeah. of him. But can we can we just can we just admit it and just put him on skates and just leave it at that? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's just leave it at that. You just you want to take Edson to the Olympics, but not in the soccer division, but in the skating division. Yeah, we'll do that too. Well, he could beat in both. Why not? Uh, he's, I mean, he, his second win better be good because he's gonna be tired out. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great goal by Edson Alvarez, and I think that's what we needed to get back into the game. Unfortunately, we couldn't produce more, uh, much more, um, after after that goal was scored. You know, we you go in, it's halftime. It's one one. You're still up a man. Still up a man. Yes. Still up a man. It's one one. You have the advantage. You have the momentum to carry you forward. Second half arrives. Ah, uh, here we Same go. Nothing happens. Nothing gets produced. And I think that's what frustrates me because you get this opportunity not once in the match, but twice. Twice in the match in which you're up a man, you're level, and you have the opportunity to go and break away. But you don't take it. You don't take it by any means necessary. Actually, if anything, you start playing even worse. You start playing more reckless. You start losing the ball more. You start going here. You start going there. And nothing really kind of flows within that sense. The most frustrating part about it was Monterrey looked a better team at times. At times, yes, they did. You know? Even when we had the ball, defensively, they were they were great. But the fact that we weren't smart enough to break them down, that's what worried me the most. We said Renato Ibarra was going to have a very crucial game in this match, and I felt that he had an okay game. For Renato standards, he had an okay game. Mm -hmm. The left-hand side, non-existent. We didn't even play the ball down that side. Hardly ever. You know? In the midfield, I mean, there was so much, you know, Edson could do. Guido had an off game as well. I I would say that he he was just not up to par with the Guido performances. Mm -hmm. I felt him very frustrated. He was making some some reckless challenges at times. I mean, I don't know. What was your guys' take on the second half? I just feel it was just all sloppy play because if we need to backtrack because the red card that we get was at the start of the second half and that right there, from that point on, the whole game was was all for us. Everything was so sloppy. No one was doing anything. Creativity was was low. Uh, like you said, our key players and Renato and Guido weren't playing to their standards that we needed them to play. Even when the man level was the man count was level, that's when we needed to, I guess, I don't know, do do more of what we're known of doing and controlling the game. And that just didn't happen. And it it hurt us. And it's just it. I wasn't used to seeing this. It, I wasn't used to seeing this team. It looked like another team was out there, and it was very strange and weird. Yeah. Dylan, what was your take? You're being a little quiet. It looks like they just showed up to the barbecue, didn't marinate the steaks, and then it came out gross. <laughs> I love no, your analogies. It's a perfect reference. It's a perfect oh, I, reference. I mean, because I mean, it's the truth. I mean, they show up. They show up and, like, Bioho brings the steaks, and, like, let's, let's admit the steaks are the players, but he didn't marinate the players. And that's just the bottom line. And you know, then all of a sudden, uh, oh, Monterey hands them hands them uh, to marinate the steaks, and so, well, that, that that that's going up a man. And it's, it's still this, it's still the same outcome. You you don't you don't produce. You don't get nothing out of it, other than if you think about Edson's goal. But that's it. Exactly. I mean, some would argue that the players got extremely marinated. I mean, did you see how soaking wet these players were getting? Yeah, and slipping everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's still not good. That, that's that's whenever you get the A1 steak sauce and put it on because mm-hmm. to cover up the bad taste of the steak. <laughs> no, but 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 I think Cowboy Dan puts it in perfect perspective in, in, in that sense. Um, 
there just wasn't anything from these players that made you think we're going to go out and we're going to win. You know, we were very disorganized as well. There was no one that, you know, told the team, all right, you know what? Let's all relax. Like we're not, we're not playing like us, slow it down, start passing the ball around, get in, get in a rhythm, get in a flow. And then we'll go from there. Like you said, everything just seemed rushed and disorganized and it just wasn't a good look for us. How many times last season did I say that there was a lack of leadership on that pitch, even with Rio Peralta on there? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. And now you saw it to fruition. And I and I, I tweeted this out when we were down to nine men. When we were down to nine men and we were up against ten and we were down a goal. And I said to myself, okay, who's gonna get the ball? Who's gonna grow the cojones to get up and take this team by the neck and say, we're gonna push, we're gonna strive, and we're gonna go and we're gonna get it. I saw no one take that initiative. If and anything, would, if anything, maybe Edson here and then, but even then, it, right. it, it was a stretch. And if anything, you would think it'd be your captain, no? You would think it'd be Aguilar to, you know, maybe kind of relay the messages to the other lines and be like, yo, let's go. Like, what are we doing? Wait, like, wake up. It just wasn't the case to be. It wasn't the case to be at all. So let's talk about uh let's talk about that second goal from Monterrey and then the way that it comes. I mean. You guys want to break it down? Dylan's shaking his head. Dylan, like, no. Dylan's shaking, no. Well, wasn't it the there was the first one where the um, I forgot who, I I forgot who the who gave the assist to him. Uh was it Carlos Rodriguez? I don't know, one of them. Yeah. But but I yeah. think I, I think he drew in two defenders and then Fundus Mori just kind of was like drifting in and then he just slotted it into the to the bottom corner. There's no way Macha can reach that. And you know, you found Monterrey up 2-1, and at this point, you were a man down because um, this is when Aguilera brought down the last last guy. He was the last man. He brought him down? Yeah. Yeah, was that? Okay. Oh, wait, but then this was the – no, this was before – No, it was already, wait, it was already you missed, 9-9. You missed the penalty. You missed the marcha save. Nope, the marcha save comes after, no. after the second goal. No, it was before, no, it was before, before the, the second third. goal. Yeah, the second goal. Yeah, and that's when, and that's when Nico Sanchez – Oh yes, 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 correct, correct. My bad, my bad. Yeah, and then he got the he got yeah. the double yellow. My bad. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. Marchesin keeps us in the game, and, and that's why yes, I keep telling you, the, it's the game give you gave you all these subtle little things for you to keep going, to keep striving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he never really took advantage of it. You never took the game by the neck, by the scruff of the neck. I mean, and um, I mean it showed. It showed. I mean, I mean, hats off to 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 the Monterrey attack because they actually know what their job is. Unlike some people, hence Roger. Um, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, and this is what I was saying. America's marking was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was bad, especially, especially in that second goal when someone should have picked, picked, uh, picked up Funes Mori when he was just drifting in by himself. Like I said before, he just slid into that bottom corner. There's no way Marcia can reach that. You found Monterrey up 2-1, and, you know, things are looking great for us because – once again, we're all disorganized. We we don't know what the hell is going on. Monterrey just seemed in full control of the game. Even with nine men, they know they have a game plan and they executed it. And, you know, that's when the third goal comes. And I really don't want to talk about that third goal. And you know what happens, though, is Monterrey smart. Well, at least their coach was. They put defenders where defenders needed to be. America lost a center back, and you thought, well, the natural conclusion is Edson Alvarez is going to slot back there and go play the center back role with Bruno Bruno Valdez. Mm. But he mm. doesn't. He continues to play his midfield role. If anything, he drops back here and there, but he's not really truly a center back. 
And then that's why you see so much open space for Monterrey to attack into. Yeah. And even though, you know, it's there's less players on the field, so there's more advantages. I mean, there's more spaces on the pitch for Monterrey to take advantage of. And they just did it better than us. And we had to give credit where credit's due. Did you ever see a time where America had the same amount of space that Monterrey had? Yeah, it was rare. It was rare because they just knew how to control the match. And I said in the previous podcast that this Monterrey knows how to do that. Their front attack is very dangerous. And when you give them the space, what you saw on Saturday in that 10-minute span of them dominating the whole match, that's that's what they can do. And it's, and it's scary. And we had to be prepared. And unfortunately, we just weren't. Yeah. That was it was very unfortunate, but I mean, what more can we add on about this, Dylan? We were terrible uh, up front once again. Henry Martin was a ghost. You had a couple of games, you know. I can see why may I may let this one slide, uh, judging the circumstances. But then again, you were we were up a man for for quite a while. Maybe I would have liked to seen something from him. And Roger Martinez was was terrible like he he had a chance was it he had the chance to my uh tie three three right that's the one on one yes. all shot. he had to do was pass it or shoot the ball right didn't he didn't he just have to shoot no he had to pass all he, he had, he had pass? A, literally all he had to do was do a sweaty pass and Fer gonzalez was empty net anyways so yeah it was a shot or pass but he had he had the option and he didn't do anything he didn't do either he just started he just kept dribbling like, come it's on, man. You're, you're supposed to be our number nine, our killer, our finisher. You can't even shoot a ball. Like, how how is that going to help you in the long run when, you know, everyone's in form and, you know, Miguel Herrera's going to have to pick and, you know, you're going to get left out because of little things like this where you should be finishing and you're not. And, you know, it's, it's hurting us. And, and yeah. Because and something that, that baffled me was why Roger got the full 90 and not Henry. Yeah, I don't know, just tactical decisions. Uh, maybe Roger knows how to – well, Roger does know how to hold the ball more uh, and, you know, hold on to the ball and then distribute better than Henry if you guys can agree with me. I guess that's what Miguel Herrera was looking for. I don't think he just wanted someone just to, you know, float around like Henry does. But, you know, that's just my two cents. Dylan? Really, yeah, in my personal opinion, I think I think a game like this was just long overdue. And it's and we got it, and I, I, yeah, I know for frustrations are high, um, a lot of emotion, and you know, but at the end of the day, you know, this is something that we just gotta look past. We can't spend all time on it, worried about it. But to me, it's just it was just overdue a game like this. Yeah, I, I think you're right though. I, I I think we needed to be realistic that we were eventually gonna have to lose, mm-hmm. and I think it comes better now at the beginning of the season rather than at the midway point or maybe even further when maybe the team can maybe even hurt more because of a loss and then they start, you know, deteriorating in their form and, and in their confidence. I think I think this works perfectly because in it's so early in the season that you have so many games to, t- to, to get yourself back into the rhythm of things. And two, it, you know, you, you sting a little bit of their pride and their ego, but regardless of the fact, it, it pumps and motivates them for the rest of the season. Oh, definitely, and it also like lifts that pressure of being undefeated. You know, you don't you don't have that pressure of oh my god, like are we, this is the one we're gonna lose. Like you kind of get that out of your system. Like okay, whatever we lost, and you know, let's just keep playing our game. You know. 
Understandable. Would you... Well, this is what I would say. It was a scrappy, entertaining game. It was definitely neutral. entertaining for neutral, definitely. For neutral, neutral yeah. love this game. It was a frustrating game overall watching it because of the referee. But I think if America wants to blame anyone, they should look at themselves first before looking at the referee. Definitely, yeah. Yep. And that's how it should be. We had a lot of we had multiple opportunities to to take this game. If not, if not tied to win the game. It was presented it, and we just didn't take advantage. Yep, and I mean, and, and some people will agree, and some people won't. Some people will say the referee condemned us, the referee doomed us, and because of it, we lost. But if I'm being objective, if I'm trying to keep away from being an Americanist and kind of being reflective on what I saw on the pitch, I saw an America side that couldn't take an opportunity and let it slip by, and because of that, they lost. Regardless mm-hmm. of the referee's call, regardless of how bad the game was tainted because of it, you want to put blame on someone first. You need to look at yourself and make sure that you are not to blame in anything. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, America has a lot of things that they could have done better in this game if you look back. So if America wants to be realistic, this game's on them. But it happens. You work on it. Yes, your squad is limited. Yes, it's understandable. But it's America. You don't get the you, you don't get those kind of luxuries as to put that as an excuse. It is, yeah, we're 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 a little bit hurt by the squad tip, but we still have talent in that starting eleven. We should still have some talent on the bench. Oh, put it to use, put it to work. Yes, you have injuries, yes, you have some suspensions, but it doesn't matter. You're a medica, you still have an obligation to the club, to the fans, to the league to represent. You're the defending champions. If you really want to be part of this team, if you're on that bench, you're coming in with everything to come in and try to demonstrate as to why you belong in that club. And it should be that way all the time. Mm-hmm. The perfect example of tomorrow, whether or not these kids want to play, they're going to have another opportunity against San Luis to make sure that they can produce to the highest of level. And if we do not see that, then that means that the talent's just not there right now. It's just not there right now, yeah. And it's a shame because we did have high hopes for most of these guys coming up and trying to prove themselves. But like you said, if they're not going to show up against a San Luis, I mean, no no disrespect there, but, you know, that's those are the games where you need to prove yourself that you can be reliable in a situation like Saturday. Exactly, exactly. But, I mean, it, it's just one of those games. We're going to have to accept it, and we're just going to have to leave it at that. And hopefully, America can, can, can be, get better off of it. I think Piojo has a lot of thinking to do, uh, especially with some of these suspensions. Yeah. And we'll just have to wait and see. I think our good friend, Mr. Chicken Biscuit, says, this is going to be a tough season, period. Even with however many people we sign, they still have to adjust. Injury players still have to get back into form. It's just going to be a whole mess throughout this whole next couple of months. And that's understandable. And that's true. Mm. That's realistic. I mean, but... I mean, you still have talented uh, players that can go out there, and even with these players adjusting, they still should come up and show some form. No, yeah, I agree, but I don't think it's going to be a tough season, though. I mean, we still have a team to compete. Like, listen, Monterrey is probably for me top three teams in the league. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay, so we still have a team to compete with. No, again, no disrespect. We have the team to compete against Veracruz, against Necaxa, against you know Querétaro this coming Saturday. Like we have a team to compete with those. So just as long we as just as long as we can get a results there, 
you know, allow our injured players to get back into form, allow the new signings to come in and adjust. You know, we should be fine until we actually play a decent opponent, which we don't really play a decent opponent for a good month. So... But then again, you can't take any opponent lightly. In, right, in you can, division. but we still have a squad to compete against, you know, our, our our upcoming opponents. And I think that's what's important here. So you allow the players to not rush anything because you know what happens when you rush something, especially when you just come back from injury. It just spells trouble all, all, um, all year long. Okay, agreed, agreed. Dylan, anything else you want to say before we wrap up this game? No. We hit it. Alrighty then. Well, America lost their unbeaten run, and because of that, we also lose out to three. A very important. What did it end at? Twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three unbeaten games. Some of them, the majority of them, were ties. By the way, let's let's, I mean, let's not let's not get too carried away with it. A loss is a loss is a loss. You know, we we didn't lose. That's all that matters. Yep. N- number one in the world. Number one. <laughs> Well, well that's, used to be. that's, that's yeah. what we need to strive for. Yeah, well. Maybe. And uh, right now, looking at the league, I, I believe we're in 10th place, right? We are in 8th place. Oh, in 8th place. Okay, not that bad. I mean. And so- we still have a game in hand. Yeah. True. But I I would like to kind of keep that out of context and think, okay, we're in 8th place. We've got to keep going. We've got to keep winning. Oh, no, it doesn't definitely. matter if we have a game in hand or not. Um, But, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, man. It's still early in the season. Everyone knows that. This is just, I don't know. And it sucks too because these teams are very, very good and they match up well against each other. And it was honestly gonna, it was looking to be like a great, a great match, potentially a match of the season. And you know, the referee just kind of, kind of ruined that. And I don't know, left a sour taste in my mouth because this game could have been so much more than what it was. And unfortunately, it just wasn't the case. It mm-hmm. really wasn't. So, America lose three to two. Almost oh. made a wonderful comeback. Almost, but of course. Roger kind of messed up on that. Bruno Valdez getting on the score sheet as well. Uh, yeah. Very good to see him still performing. Uh, defensively, maybe I'd want him to do a little bit more. Um, I but, think the whole defense needs to, you know, watch some film or something. And it should yeah. be interesting uh, later on in the podcast when we give our predicted lineup for the Querétaro game. I think a lot, oh. a lot of interesting moves are going to be made there. So make sure you guys uh, do stick, do stick tuned to that. But uh, with that said. Uh, I think that's all that needs to be said about the Monterrey game. Yeah, disappointing, but um, let's attempt to bounce back. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's move on into our next segment. And no, it's not the giveaway. Not yet. We're getting there, though. We're getting yeah. very close to it. <laughs> We're going to briefly, briefly touch on the ladies. And ladies, we love you. We adore you. We wish we could give you guys more time. It was another one of those games where we just we couldn't get a live feed. We couldn't really get in touch of it. But we did see the golazo that was scored by Cuevas, the younger Cuevas. And um, what a performance. I mean, the ladies were uh, were down in Tijuana just yesterday getting themselves some very good 3-0 away points. Gentlemen, what, what can we say about these ladies? The campaign still continues for by Campinato for ladies. And it's looking like a possibility, a real possibility, and I'm excited. I think these ladies are giving us more joy than the men have in the <laughs> in, in this past week. Yeah, almost definitely. I think so. Especially after seeing that game. It was just blah the the men's game. But you know, just, just keeping up with the ladies and you know, just seeing them get those three points was was very warm inside. 
it really was and i you know i was, I was keeping track on youtube on youtube on um on twitter and and, and, and kind of keeping a close eye on things and uh and then i saw the ladies go up i was like yes perfect and then you know you kind of scroll through and scroll through and you kind of just anxiously going once it's almost the 90th minute like come on blow the whistle blow the whistle blow the whistle and um and the ladies' performance, you know, it's another one nil win, which I mean, what can we take away from that? It seems like they've been winning their games mostly by one goal, but you know, a close margin is a close margin, but it's still three points. Yeah, three points are three points, and you know that keeps us right there up in the top, um, especially whenever we play Pachuca, because I know that that game's not going to be easy. I hope they air that game with the love of everything that is holy and good. Univision, please broadcast that game. I will call off work. I promise you. If it's if I have to work, I will call off just to watch this game. I don't know. I don't think yeah. you should skip work. No, oh, well, I mean it's the ladies. I mean the ladies have been giving me more of a reason to skip work than the men's. Well, you shouldn't have to skip work for the men's though. That's true, but I mean, just you know, in this in a given situation, I, I feel like the ladies are going. The ladies are right here, right now, after America's performance. So, it's, you know, they're they're somewhere right there. But congratulations, ladies! Keep your keep your good run form, good run of form going. Uh, keep working hard, and uh, of course, we have you guys uh, all the way. We're backing you guys all the way, Dylan. Do we know their next game by any chance? Uh, Saturday at twelve noon. Yeah. Against uh, noon against who? Against Pumas. Oh, we got a Clásico Capitolino coming up, and then they just mm. had a Clásico as well against Cruz Azul not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, they, you're right, and so, but it's gonna be a home game, so I mean, I'm actually I I would not be surprised if that one gets televised because it's Saturday. That is true. I hope it does. If it does. As always, you guys can follow us live on Twitter, and we will be live tweeting that matchup. And uh, me, Dylan, and Christian will have you guys' recap on that on Saturday as well. Because America does play on Saturday also against Querétaro. Against Querétaro, yes, sir. At the same time that we played last week. Mm-hmm. At 3 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, look at that. You know, I used to love it when America played at 3 o'clock. Did you really? Yeah, only because it let me do things afterwards. In, yeah, without same. Really, without really making the day kind of be wasted. Yeah, I feel you on that one. But um, but yeah, it should be fun. But I guess we'll touch on that more when we preview them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All righty. Well, ladies, congratulations. Keep going. And, and everyone, and uh, if you guys have on, on Twitter, make sure you guys do follow the America Feminine. Make sure you guys follow us as well as we get closer to that 700 giveaway. And also, whatever you guys do, on Saturday morning, after you just woke up with the biggest hangover from the club on Friday because you drank too many kamikaze shots, you are going to go and you're going to go to your phone. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to open up Twitter and you're going to tweet out the hashtag Lady Aguilas so the ladies know how much support and how much love we have towards them. And, uh, I, you know, I think the ladies know about us. I, I want I, I want to say that the ladies at least have heard the name The Eagle Eye Podcast down in Mexico City. Oh, definitely. 100%. Because we had, had what? We had Cuevas and JD like one of our tweets. Yeah, Cuevas and JD have liked their tweets before. So now it's just a matter of one of them following us. That's all we need. And one of them um coming on the podcast. Yep. That'd be phenomenal. Phenomenal. But of course, ladies, we wish you the best of luck and we will have our full attention Saturday morning. And uh we'll uh we'll keep it at that. So now we're gonna move on into the next segment. 
The next segment, one of everyone's favorite segments and most anticipated segment. No, it's not the giveaway. I know you guys are expecting, you guys are waiting. Uh, but it is one of our most fun segments of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, I hand it over to Mr. Christian so he can give you guys the trivia question of the day. Hello, everybody. My name is Christian, and I will be presenting to you tonight's uh, trivia question. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, I've posted the scoreboard on our Twitter. So if you want to know how you're doing, just head over there and scroll down. You should find the scoreboard uh, somewhere in our millions of tweets that we tweet out every day. Um, I think I'm going to be posting it on Sunday now only because I'm back in school and it'll just give me more time to make less errors because I think I made a couple of errors on the scoreboard, but that will all be fixed for next Sunday. So just bear with me. On Sunday, everything will be updated and ready to go. I saw that. I, I saw that. I, I, one of your mistakes was that you didn't have me or Dylan on there. Oh, yeah. See, uh, there have been complaints from the higher ups that um, supposedly you two are banned from ever entering anything I do. So, so that's what the meeting was about last week. Me and Dylan so, were not able to make yeah, it. Yeah. Um, what? There was a meeting? Oh. <laughs> Anyways, so today's trivia question is. Jeremy Jeremy Menez scored his first goal in the Club America jersey against what team? Oh, Dylan, you know this one by heart. You're damn right I do. Do I say it? Yep. Oh, River Plate. <laughs> I was gonna go with the Boston Celtics, but I mean yours sounds like a little bit more believable. So yeah, that is oh. a nice trivia question. Remember, this one is worth 20. The one I will be posting Friday will be worth 10. Scoreboard on Sunday. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I still don't have a prize yet. I'm still talking to these two gentlemen about a prize. It's a little um, early, though. It's a little early. It is a little early. It is I think midway point, we should we, we, we will have a prize for you guys yeah. to, to kind of get. But just know. know there is a prize. There is a prize. And a very good one. If you liked last week's prize, last week's prize. Well, did, did we do a giveaway last week? I don't remember. But no, if you like last year's trivia, um, you guys are going to enjoy this one just mm -hmm. as much. So, yeah, if you want to enter this giveaway, just click the link that uh, Ivan will send in the chat. Enter your response and you're in. Thank you guys for playing and hope to see you guys on Friday. All right. All right. It looks like we got some breaking, breaking news in the chat. It doesn't really pertain to America, but it is an ex-America player. It looks like all signs are pointing to Miguel Ayun returning to Mexico. It looks like he will be sporting a Monterrey jersey. Yeah, that's got to be weird to see. I mean, how are we feeling about that? Ex-Americanista. I mean, gentlemen, give me your takes on this real quickly. Listen, I love Ayun. I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's just weird. I, I it's gonna be weird seeing him in the Monterey jersey. Dylan, I'm dying on the inside. Really? I'll yes. tell you this much. I think the curse of Layun is coming to Monterrey now. Go for it. I'm down. I could see it. I wouldn't mind that, but I don't know. I just, in my opinion, I feel like uh, Layun had a little bit more time in in Europe, but. That's not my decision to make, nor should I probably say anything. Well, we'll have to wait and see. So uh, the both teams from Monterrey gave themselves a very good 
very big Mexican name, Tigres and Salcedo, and then, of course, Monterrey with Miguel Ayun with the breaking news. And uh, that actually works perfectly into our next segment, and it's going to be Transfer Talk. Ooh, everyone's gonna be excited. Everyone loves this. Everyone loves this. So, everyone in the chat that I see talking, Mr. Ozzy, Diego Martinez, our good friend, Mr. Emperor Palpatine, just made it to the chat right now. Mr. Chicken Nugget, Mr. Chicken Biscuit, Mr. Chicken Little. Nice to see the whole Chicken Trinity's out here today. Oscar Rodriguez. I mean, everyone and anyone. Kevin Paris. I mean, Mr. Louise. Everyone is out here right now. And everyone who's listening, thank you guys so much for coming out and joining us. And uh, things are about to get good. Things are about to get spicy. Things are about to get heated because we're about to talk a little bit about the signings mr fernando barajas in the chat as well what is up to everyone thank you guys again for joining us tonight and make sure you guys do follow us on twitter at eagle eye podcast again that is at eagle eye podcast and if you guys are fanatics on instagram make sure you guys follow us on there we're going to be a little bit more active this season we're going to try to do our best to keep track of that twitter uh, that twitter that instagram a little bit more get you guys more content and of course Maybe even do an Instagram giveaway. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But so much news has been surrounding America in regards to transfer rumors. The biggest one, the the one that's I think that's gotten the most traction in recent days. Um, it looks like America is close, and I mean sincerely close, to signing their first refuerzo of the season. Gentlemen, what do you guys think about the signing? The one, the only, the Tlacuache. From the Veracruz game that has been rumored to be coming to America. Well, rumor has it that he has a pre-agreement to join Bayern Munich this summer. Um, I don't know if America can splash the cash for him. He's he seemed very good when he was on the pitch. I'm out of he, he's a hot take right now. It's uh, you know, we would be lucky to have him. Dylan. Not say nothing until I see it an official account. Like, I want to see him in an America jersey. That's when I will give my yeah, on this I, I want to see him. At the press conference, holding the jersey until then. you know what you're gonna see him at the press conference with uh with he's gonna be like the Tequatch is gonna be holding his little jersey and they're gonna let the Aguila loose to like do a little parade but the Aguila's gonna look at him he's gonna think it's dinner and the Aguila's just gonna take him and you're never gonna see our signing ever again. <laughs> well, maybe take it to, to, to the VIP. Maybe take him to VIP. Take lounge. him to the VIP. All right, to his VIP <laughs> chef. <laughs> Whoever yeah. thought that the Tlacuache would be a good signing it obviously does not know that we have an eagle that probably is hungry. Probably not. Maybe maybe that's why he chose Bayern, you know? I don't think they they eat that over there in Germany. Tlacuache. Yeah. That's true. That is that's, true. Such a, that's such a funny meme. I don't know how the hell it got so much traction and so much love. Hey, but that's all. Did you guys see his foot card? It's ridiculous. He had like 96 pace. Or something like that. You you look pretty fast in the Veracruz game. I'm like hot. I'm like my. It would be. I I would still not be able to pack him with my with my FIFA 19 look. You don't. Uh, you don't think so? I'm, what? Okay. Just the the last thing we touch about on on the Tlacuache, But how much would his market value in the foot market go for? I want to say about five hundred thousand coins. Probably around there, to be honest. I'm not a transfer market guy. He oh, should bro. he should have a, a team of the week card, honestly. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, he should have a team of the week <laughs> on FIFA, definitely. Can you imagine just mascots of team of the team of the week? That would be awesome. That'd Absolutely be awesome. 
Uh, Alrighty, gentlemen. So, all jokes aside, now we wish Tlacuache the best of luck in whatever club he signs for. I mean, yeah. he looks like he'd be a Veracruz player. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe, but um, let's see. I mean, he has been on the field more than Menez. That is true. Chicken Little. So, you know, I guess the sky's the limit for this guy right now. Really is. He could be the Diego Linus of Tlacuaches, you know? You never know, man. He could easily be that. Alrighty, then. So, in in all truth and all honesty here, let's talk about the real honest signing that America is close to signing. It looks like they are, what, from, I mean, it's almost confirmed. I, I think it's just a matter of fact that this guy arriving into Mexico, but it looks like Nicolas Benedetti is coming into Mexico City to come and sign for America. Gentlemen, how are we feeling about this? This is the closest name we've gotten to a serious, serious confirmed signing. Waiting to see the jersey first. The all typical waiting to see. Oh, oh, I'm not saying. Okay, give me your take on just the name, on the player yourself. I know we know not know much about him. I, I know I, we I, don't I, know. I saw, I, okay, if I'm gonna be honest, I saw it and I said, "Who the hell is this?" <laughs> oh, my my been, take exactly though. I, 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 I put on my, I put on my cowboy hat and I said, "What in tarnation?" <laughs> he's uh he's been he's been linked to us especially last season as well his name came up a couple times um supposedly we've been chasing this guy for around six months and it's just all coming to fruition now from from what i've seen and from what my sources have told me he seems like a promising promising attacking midfielder uh for colombia um he's only 21 that's a, that's a huge plus for us, a, very, a relatively young guy uh, who shows a lot of promise and has a very high ceiling. And, you know, we have everything for him to grow and become an, a, a, a great player for us. He looks like uh, he distributes the ball well. He knows how to pick out a pass. And I think that's what we need, honestly. Maybe that's what Roger needs. You know, maybe you put this guy uh, behind Roger picks out Roger and then maybe Roger can finally learn how to shoot a ball and get that ball on the back of the net. All signs point for this to be a great signing for us. Okay. I will say this much. When I hear a name, I don't really recognize. I don't, I don't really understand. If one, he's on FIFA. Oh that's my good. goodness. That's good for me Two, If I can look him up on sofifa.com, that's perfect. I just looked this guy up not that long ago. I just make sure to double check right now. Mm-hmm. This guy looks very good. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. If this guy is as good as his player is on FIFA, I'm excited for him to come to the league. A player who right now is overall 74 rated with a four-star skill move and has an 85 potential. 85 potential. All right, guys. Welcome to the FIFA podcast. Now, talk about things. <laughs> FIFA Ultimate Team. And you know what? The funny thing is, though, there's a lot of FIFA talk going on in the chat right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's just my way of of looking into a player and saying, okay, is he relatively good? Is he someone that we should get excited about? If FIFA doesn't rate him, then I don't know if I rate him so much. But if FIFA, I mean, FIFA looks like he, they, they're rating him pretty decently, so I'm excited for him if he does come. And and yeah, there's a lot of hype in, uh, back in Colombia to to go and and um and kind of uh, him being the the next big big thing for them in in the attacking sense. So it, it would be nice to see him come. And it looks like he wants to come. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it looks like he's ready. 
I mean, Dylan, you're shaking your head. No, I, I want to see what's going on. What's going on? Oh, I, was, I, was re I was reading the chat. Uh, mm. I was shaking my head at the chat. Oh, why? What's going on? Because uh, Isaac Wilkerson said, y'all don't want this work in FIFA. <laughs> we, look, we're, what we're going to do one of these days, and, and, and let me know in the chat if you guys agree with this. We should set up a FIFA tournament. Right, kind of like trivia in the sense, but we also make kind of our PlayStation and Xbox usernames, and we just kind of go and make like a little rank tournament like that, and kind of call it the Eagle Eye Cup. Oh, dude, that'd be amazing. That'd be pretty cool. Let us know if you guys are cool or interested in doing that. When uh, I'll oh, talk to you guys, and we can get it going for one of these weekends pretty soon. We also got to know what system everyone plays on, though. Yeah, so so you know you can break it down. You, you know how you do the trivia thing, and you say, okay, here are here are. Your Twitter handle, and then the question you can just put your your Twitter handle, and then your preferred preferred platform. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That would be interesting. So yeah, let us so. know. Let us know if you guys would be interested in doing that, and uh, we'll we'll organize something, and we'll let you guys know on Twitter, so you guys uh, we can get that going for one of these weekends. And so not this weekend, probably next weekend, and uh, we'll get everything. And maybe we could do a cool little giveaway for that too. Maybe, man. That's maybe, maybe do a little scarf giveaway. There you go. Yeah, I'm down. Should That'd be, be fun. Cool. That'd be but cool. Yeah. All right. Getting out of topic. Someone said they're playing on PlayStation 2. <laughs> okay, so um, we got Benedetti almost confirmed. Yeah, basically his dad went on ESPN, Fox Deportes. He's just basically saying, yeah, we're just waiting for our ticket to go to Mexico and get, get this thing official. So for my guess and from what I've been reading and from what I've been told, I feel like I'm a reporter or something or a journalist saying that. But – um. Keep your eyes peeled on Twitter tomorrow. So we have that. Now, the biggest name that has been circling America for the past couple of weeks is Kaku from the New York Red Bulls. Uh, yeah, say goodbye to him. It looks like that journey is over. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit frustrating. It's a bit sad. A uh, bit sad. Kaku looked like he really wanted to come. It looked like you rarely see a player that actually wants to come to a side so vigorously. Yeah. Uh, it looked like he would actually have came to do something, you know? Now the only, you know, it I eternally grateful and you know admire his his passion for wanting to join America. Um, I just wondered if he wanted to join America because of what we are and what we represent, or it was just more of a personal reason in him wanting to see his family more. So he really wanted this move. True. You know, True. um, I guess we can take it both ways. But um, it it is a little bit sad though. Knowing if that was the reason, then you know, it's you know it's gonna be a little bit you know I guess difficult for his family to come see him or him see his family. But whatever. Nevertheless, though, it would have been an interesting signing. I mean, but I guess that's why Benedetti is now here and not Kaku because they pretty much play the same position. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, sad for him, but I mean, maybe one day. Who knows? Who knows? Indeed. Who knows? Indeed. And then of course. It looks like we've come full circle Ooh. with uh, Nico Castillo. Yeah, this is um, <clears throat> this is a tricky one. So if anyone remembers the saga correctly, uh, I'm guessing it was pretty much at the beginning of the month or towards the end of December where ev everything was practically official. Nico Castillo was going to be an America player. Um, and then Benfica started asking for these crazy amounts of, um, of money. And America just didn't seem like it was appropriate. So, they, you know, they kind of backed off. Everything was good with Nico. Nico said, yes, I'll go. It's just, it seems like a good chance to get back in form. 
Um, Benfica was like, no, this that's that's just too little. You're offering too little, so we're we're gonna we're gonna leave. Turns out they're talking to Fernandovache, and then now their deals are falling through. And you know, I guess Benfica, you know, wants to sell Nico Castillo now because before it was just on loan. Now it's now they want to sell him. Now America's interested even more now. And well, from what I can say, from what I know, uh Nico Castillo is about a nine ninety to ninety-five percent confirmed that he will be joining America. Dylan, your take on this? Well, let's hope we can get something done because we need to sign somebody. But no, I'm. I think it's. I think it's kind of good. It's just you know, time's ticking, and so you know, it's just it's just really anxious, and it's just very anticipating to if something's going to get done or not. It feels a lot like uh, like transfer deadline day on in in England. You know, when every every club is trying to battle it out. Do you guys remember that saga with uh, Real Madrid being like just one fax machine away from signing from David De Gea? And good thing we didn't. Yeah, because I mean, he's better off at United right now. Um, uh, um, I mean, I mean, Courtois. I mean, that's for a different conversation, my man. We're not gonna have this on the Google <laughs> podcast, but me and you know, one right now. Any, it's two any, to one right here. And any Real Madrid fans in the chat, please back me up. Uh, Courtois over the hair, please. Raise your hand. We're not gonna get into this, but we will after we hang up from from the live source. Um, so it it uh, it feels like that. So much tension. Yeah. So much kind of, oh my God, what's gonna happen? And it's only with us. If I'm not mistaken, it's it's only with us. I don't hear any other club trying to make a last minute, you know, big money move. Yeah, it's um, it's it's crazy, and you know, it's it kind of sucks how it's you know us waiting till the last second to do everything. But I mean, honestly. Oh, we still didn't talk about the third name. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's it's a new rumor just came up about probably four hours ago, but it's it's very strong in Italy right now. But I don't, we'll talk about it a little bit in a few moments. But if these three names come to America, is everything forgiven? I mean, only if we win the championship, yeah. <laughs> so right now, if all three players were in Mexico with their jerseys presented, Will you forgive the directiva for waiting such a long time to announce these uh, and get these signings done? Do you forgive them at that moment? No, no. So you're going to have to wait until we lift that 14. No, I'm going to have to. There's no reason why I have to forgive them at at this point. Just get your job done and you got your job done. Mm You know, I've, I've. I don't think right now we're like okay. Do we need to forgive them for if they get us this, these names for bashing I mean, for bashing them? Yeah, we're gonna bash them because you gotta tell me everyone else is able to do the job except you. I mean, come I, on. I mean, yeah, you know, I see where you're going to, but I mean, these three names are very big, big names. I mean, they're not they're not any pushovers, you know. They're not they're not just some leftovers from a second division team in Colombia. You know, these are real contenders to be really big stars one day. And, you know, it's, I mean, I don't know. For once, I would, I would kind of hold back and be like, you know what, Directiva, do you, I won't, I guess be that. Look, uh, if they pull that, it off, that, they bring these names and the names perform. I won't question them this summer when they take just as long. Right. Because you know, have you, even much longer cause, time. Because you know, they're going to do it, right? Yeah. Right. It's, 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 
It's like it's the three things you can expect in life. It's, it's death, taxes, and the America board taking forever to sign a check. Right. All right. Well, give us that last name so we can move on with uh, oh, yes. the segment. Uh, so that last name came about four hours ago. Um, It was – damn, I'm, I'm going to butcher his last name, but it shouldn't be that hard, right? So he's um he plays in Zenit, if I'm not mistaken, and his name was Emiliano Rigoni. Yes. Okay. He is uh he is a winger, 25 years old from Argentina. Uh, they they praise him very well in Argentina, but you know, I mean, who doesn't praise their own their own paisa there? Uh it just seems he just yeah, their own paisa. I don't yeah, <laughs> he just he, he just can't find any any minutes in Zenit and when he was on loan in Italy and you know, he was made the off there is interest cuz it was confirmed. There is interest, and he is interested in coming. It's just if the, the deal get finalized between the two clubs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see whether it comes to fruition or not. Two days left. Practically a day left, if you think about it. So, guys, just turn on your notifications for Cuba America and the Eagle Live podcast, because we will be uh, reporting it too. Um, And, you know, these two days should be very fun for us. It should be. It should be exciting. Now, I don't want them to be like they have us up here, and then the thirty first comes, and then, bah. and then we get nobody. That's gonna be heartbreaking. Listen, if we get nobody after everything that's happened today, um, I'm becoming a cuervo fan. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You can't just jump ships. I have you, to. You you suffered through two thousand eight, and you're gonna jump to. ships on this club de cuervos, cuervos, cuervos. No, no, no. no. All right. So, uh, give me the name again one more time for uh, for our, our third si- uh, potential oh, signing. Emiliano Rigoni. Emiliano. Yeah, Emiliano. Mm-hmm. Emiliano Rigoni. Rigoni. Re- Rigoni. Yep. Rigoni. There you go. And the reason why I only ask. Is oh, here we go. You're looking him up. And I will tell you this much: for those who were interested to see what his Soul FIFA score are for those FIFA grades. Let me tell you, it is wow, I am impressed as well. If we can get this <laughs> 25-year-old, I will be over the moon. 78 overall rated with a potential of 81, 25 years old, can, is very versatile, can play either wing, right wing or left wing. He looks like a very very good signing. There you go, my man. And this competition for another Ibarra so he won't get too comfortable, you know? Internal competition is something that Pio Jorari even said himself. Listen, very crucial, very crucial to the squad in, in just, uh, performing the way they did last season. Just the last thing I'll mention it's um, if let's just say two of these signings just come, two signings come by week, week nine, week 10, you're gonna have names like Renato Ibarra, Mateo Suribe, Jeremy Menes, Nico Castillo. Um, Nicolas Benedetti, uh, Henry Martin, Rigoni, Roger Martinez. That's a lot of players you have to choose and to fit maybe four to five slots. With Hugo Rodriguez and Annette now. You have like eight to nine players to fit four slots. That's going to be a great thing for us. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see who actually starts. And, you know. 
you know who's who's gonna have to take the short the short end of the stick but um it's gonna be it's only a positive thing in my opinion there's no way that can be a negative definitely definitely well we'll leave it at that and the last thing I'm gonna say on that is like our good friend Mr. V71532 said bring the paisas bring the paisas bring them bring them, <laughs> <laughs> bring them yes we need them we definitely need them especially yeah, with those FIFA grades Ooh, tell me tell me we don't need them all right ladies and gentlemen we've left that aside we're going to move on into our next segment our last second to last segment before we give do the giveaway it's going to be short it's going to be quick and then after that i promise you we're going to do the giveaway and then after the giveaway we're going to talk about the Querétaro game so very quickly we're going to touch on this very briefly because it's going to happen tomorrow copa mekis against san luis i don't want to spend too much time on it i, I don't want to feel so repetitive i, I kind of just want to give a little bit two cents here and there what mm -hmm. we can expect what we want to see from the team what we want to see from these youngsters because we know they're going to play what kind of backing we want to see from the staff in regards to some of these players and kind of the result we're expecting away because this is an away game let's let's not be let's let's, let's yes. not kid ourselves those games are usually tougher more than ever mm -hmm. even against the second division side like atletico san luis and so, the campeon yes and the current champion what is it that you guys are expecting and with that said i'm not going to tell me give you a predicted lineup just give me what are you expecting from the team tomorrow how much youngsters can we expect and give me your predicted scoreline sloppy i'm just gonna say it's just gonna be sloppy uh Hopefully these youngers can clean, clean clean up and refine what they've been working on just a little bit. I don't think it's going to be to a perfection where we're going to be like, wow, you know, great players. You know, we don't need these signings, but um, I think it's going to be sloppy, maybe a little bit boring, but um, I think we should come up with the win. I'm probably thinking maybe a 2 nothing win. Okay. Dylan? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, because you, you, we kind of, when we touched upon it last time, you kind of see wanted to see these players bounce back. Back, but um, if there's one thing that I've always talked about is consistency, and that's they've they've keeping consistency being sloppy. So um, <laughs> well, is it doing something consistent? Yeah, this is something consistent. So yeah, I don't yeah. think it goes. Yeah, I I still think it's gonna be a lot of youngsters. Um, I feel like I feel like Bill, that's what Bill is gonna feel out. We're gonna see like like Oscar Menace in there too. I don't think much the same plays. Um, uh, if we play in sloppy, I think we barely scrape by. I'll just say one nothing. One nothing. Now a lot of people are saying easy win in the chat. Um, I, I don't expect it to be easy at all. I, I expect it to be like you said, scrappy, sloppy in a sense. Uh, scrape away with a goal or two. I I could see us maybe conceding one as well. Um, and and you know I I do expect some of the youngsters to maybe try to shine a little bit more than than usual. I mean everyone's hoping for Ivan Moreno to play. I, I think we've been screaming his name out more than any other player that that besides Tony Lopez. You know, we really want to see this kid play. Um, I really want to see him not only because his name is Ivan, but because the things we've seen from him last season shows phenomenal. And the fact that he follows us on Twitter, I mean, that should be a merit of its own for him to start tomorrow. Don't you guys agree? Oh, definitely, yeah. You know, I just want to see more from them. I just want to see him get improve. You know, we know the potential they have, and you know, it kind of sucks they're getting a slow start to the season. And, you know, but just improve, you know. Give a good showing out there tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Then. Well, I will go with a sloppy two-one win. Okay. But as uh, as our good friend uh, Mr. Chicken Nugget uh, kind of kindly reminds us, a win tomorrow puts us into the next round. 
oh, there you go. I mean, that's huge for us, you know. Uh, the whole squad has reassured us that they're going for both, and this is a good start. Let's let's see if that's the case, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll hopefully work away, and uh, hopefully he gets it. Uh, hopefully they get themselves a good victory, and mm-hmm. uh, you know prove us wrong. At the end of the day, if we look like idiots on the next week podcast because they came out and they played a performing uh, an amazing performing game and they okay. won five zero, then okay. that's perfect. That's what we want. We we want to be wrong. Almost every, well, not every every single time in regards to these, but when we when we <laughs> say that the you know a poor result like this can happen, we want them to go out there and shut our mouths because we're not the only ones saying that because the rest of the world is saying that as well. So let's see, uh, let, let let's see a little bit more of these youngsters and hopefully the babies go out and prove what they always should be proving. Well, with that said, anything else about the Copa Mekis that uh, we should talk about? Nah, I think mm-hmm. I think just we play our last Copa Mekis match next. Tuesday against Nikaksa at home. We'll Just, have to talk about rescheduling or whatever the case may be yeah. for that. We'll keep like, you guys updated on Twitter. Yeah, most definitely. All righty then. Well, tomorrow you guys can expect, well, a game. And that's it. And that's pretty much it. Um, and yes, to, to answer the end, Edgar Hernandez's question, Diego Pineda, I believe, is still under America's books. He's just loaned out to Atletico San Luis. Um, we'll confirm that, though. We will confirm that. Uh, but with that said, Copa Mekis match tomorrow, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Central time, and a little late game at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So uh want for you guys to stay up and binge watch in that sense. All righty then. Gentlemen, with that said, let's move on to our next segment, our biggest segment, and everyone's most anticipated segment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the giveaway part of the podcast. Now, if you are listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud, we do apologize that you were not able to make it here. and uh, But we do enjoy and love the support that we are getting through those platforms and keep listening. We, we truly, truly adore the support that we get on there as well. This is a live giveaway. You guys are going to be entering your names, your Twitter handle names right now. We're going to do a screen share and we're going to you know submit it into... Um, into a generator, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All righty then. So, without so, further ado, Christian, right. explain to them what are we giving away. Oh, I have it right here. Actually, this is all of this came today. If um, if you're here and you won the 500 giveaway, would we give away the two jerseys and then the copy of FIFA 19? Those everything came in today, along with this beauty right here. One of you guys will win this, just not this one. This one's mine. Um, and yeah, this should be a should be a great time. This is gonna be fantastic, phenomenal. We're gonna drop the link in a little bit, but before I would I do, we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts again. Thank you so oh. much for getting us to this stage. Thank you for you know being being a part of this journey, being a part of this family. And I'm not gonna bore you guys with this long speech. I'm just gonna say thank you and. Good luck. Best of luck to everyone. Hold up, hold up. Don't send the link yet. I will not. There, there's a mistake. Okay. 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 All righty then. But with that said, again, thank you. Uh, Dylan, anything you want to say to the people? No, just thank you for everything, for the support. You can't just copy what I said. Give him something from the bottom of the Cowboy Dan heart. Why do you want me to give him something from the bottom of the heart when you just said I won't bore you with the long speech? <laughs> Well, I won't, but maybe they want to hear from Cowboy Dan. Um, I don't know. Just, just thank you. 
I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you just said not to go on. A, you you weren't going to go on a long speech, and so I don't, I don't know either. I don't want to bore them. All right, gentlemen. Here is the link, and we are going to give you guys. Oh, let me copy that correctly. And we're going to give you guys a proper amount of time for you guys to go and submit your Twitter name. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's it. It's the second one. I sent you two. It was the second one. Yes. Okay. Actually, next to your name, next to your Twitter name, you space and then click your size. Okay. We can do that too. But they would have to. Okay. So let me just delete then. This is. Because on the sec, because on the second link, there's a mm -hmm. spot for them to put their size. Oh no, that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, okay. I, I, right. I had no idea. I thought we okay, should... no, yeah, yeah. Th that was a mistake. That's what I forgot to put. Okay, so then we're good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Emperor Palpatine said, "Can it be an Instagram name, gentlemen?" Yeah, why not? Okay, looks like okay. we're we're being a little lenient today. Here is the link, ladies and gentlemen. Good luck. Just let us know when if it's an Instagram name, like next to where it says, where it says size. Enter your size and say if it was a Twitter or an Instagram. That way we know. Yeah, that's true. That that's actually ideal. That is smart. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. They're all coming in. I love it. I love it. Here we go. Nice. Dylan, you did not just back away from this so you can go enter your name. Don't try to be sneaky with it. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. Don't be sneaky here. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan come back. Go. All Dylan, of a sudden, yeah. I figure out that there are 10 different new Twitter handles with Dylan and Cowboy Dan's. Uh, yeah, this seems a little bit fishy right now. I don't know about that. So we should keep talking about something else. Let let these let these uh people enter their um their their, their Twitter. Perfect. All right, no, sorry, I was just making sure that the randomizer was gonna work. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Does does it work? Yes, it works. Beautiful. All right. <laughs> Dylan, uh they're not so happy with you entering. So a lot of people are saying you know, nah, Dylan cannot submit. Who entered? Huh? Who entered? I didn't enter. I was plugging in my laptop charger. He's lying. That's a lie, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, he's lying. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, man. All righty then. Well, while everyone's turning in, uh, tuning in to uh, submitting themselves, and again, good luck to everyone. You know, we wish you guys the best of luck. Um, what more can we say? And uh, and and just thank you, thank you for everything. So we're moving on to our last segment before we announce the winner. After our last segment, we'll announce the winner and then we'll close out the podcast. But gentlemen, we need to talk about this game because it's a very crucial, very important game. It is America versus Querétaro this Saturday, three p.m. Pacific time, five p.m. Central time, seven. Uh, no, excuse me, six. Uh, Eastern time and uh, for our good friends down in the mountain time zone that is 4 p.m. for all of you guys What can we expect from this game? I mean a lot of people are gonna be out uh, not just due to the injuries, but to the suspension as well looks like we, we uh, 
both the Aguilera and uh, Jorge Sanchez ones were not going to get waived. It looks like they're going to have to pay for their suspensions with this one game ban. Yes. I mean, we're going to be out classed in the sense that we don't have all of our full starting star- starting 11. I mean, some people say it's a good thing we're going up against Querétaro, but other people saying it's a good thing Querétaro's going up against this America. So it, it, it looks like it could be a tale of either sides. What do you think is, is, is America's objective here? How is it that America should go about it? And whether or not can we walk away with a reasonable, decent result, which would I think would mean all three points? Well, you know, we just got to go out there and, you know, play with what we got because I think that's all you can say at this point. And, you know, just kind of hope for the best because I, I think it's going to be a little sloppy again. Or not a little. Marinate, I think, I think, the stakes this time, right? Yeah, you're going to want to marinate the stakes, but, you know, we'll be able to learn and marinate it. Well, we've been calling him on, we've been calling on him to learn a lot since, you know, I think about two seasons ago and, uh, I, I think he really hasn't learned that much, but then again, who am I to say anything? I'm just your armchair analysis. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right, though. I, I think we've asked for Piojo to to give us more from from since to learn more, uh, and and we'll have to wait and see. You know, and 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 let's start this as always. Let, let's give our predicted lineup and and see what I'm interested to see how you guys kind of. Because I have a predicted lineup that's com- might be completely different from all of you guys. Because I, I I think at this point it just varies, right? It it really does just vary. Um, so it's Dylan, always very- give me your predicted lineup. Then we'll go with Christian. Then we'll go with me, and then we'll kind of agree on one. And then from there we'll go on. We'll talk tactics and how America can go about winning this game. Win. Let's just hope we got this game in one piece. After <laughs> what we saw last week. Yeah. Well, on the bright side, it's a different ref. Well, I'll go with the uh, uh, Marcin. Yeah, Mar- Marcin. I don't know what I was thinking. Aguilar, um, Valdez, Edson, Reyes, Ibarra. Um, I'm losing my mind here. Clemente, Guido. That left that left that left me spots difficult. It really is. Um, I'm gonna go on a live here. I'm gonna go on a limb here and say Cordova, and then I'm gonna say Henry and Roger. Henry and Roger. Okay, okay, all right. Um, Christian, give me your starting eleven for Saturday. I think I pretty much agree with uh, with Dylan on this one. Um, actually, no, I'm not gonna put Cordova. I'll, I'll put Tony Lopez on that left hand side. Okay, I was surprised that, you didn't put your boy there, man. I mean, that's what I was thinking, but I haven't heard nothing about his injury. Because then the white guy got subbed off because he was injured. I, I, just, was I just haven't heard nothing. No, I, I think it was just got subbed off. Tacticals, yeah. Uh, I thought it was just a tactical decision. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, never mind. I'd, I'd put Lopez there over Cordova. I just thought he was injured. I thought, I don't know what's happening. So. <laughs> All right. I'm going to completely flip this whole squad on you guys. Marichasin and go. Aguilera. Reyes, Bruno Valdez, Ortega in the center back spot, Renati Barra, Clemente, Guido, and Edson in the midfield. Up top, uh, Roger and Henry. 
I mean, I can see that. I mean, that's not that's not too out of the out there, you know. That that seems like a seems like a reasonable eleven. You guys would agree with Ortega starting? I mean, he he didn't look that bad. I thought he looked fantastic. I, I, yeah, he didn't look San Luis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't look that bad. I mean, I liked him. He was probably the best one out of all out of the the cantera people starting there. It looks like he can do it. You never know. It could be the next Edson Alvarez. I want Ortega to be the next Ortega. Okay, well, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> um, no, I, I saw a lot of good qualities from this kid. Um, one of them was that he did not shy away from a challenge, and he just kind of stepped up to the moment. Never mm-hmm. really put a wrong foot in defending or in giving the giving the ball up in in, in passing and distributing. He looked comfortable. He looked comfortable and he looked confident. That's the most part, the most important part that I took away from it. Is the kid looked confident. And uh, I, I like that about him. He knows he's talented. He knows he has an advantage in height over some of the players. Um, and, and it looks like he just maybe needs to work a little bit more of, on his physical status. But yeah, I mean, the kid, the kid looks like he can play. So I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, if he puts himself in, uh, in, in the starting position against Querétaro. Just dead I mean, it's Piojo. I mean, it's 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 Piojo. Like, I'm I'm ready for anything at this point. You're ready for Carlos um, Vargas at left back with uh, Luis Reyes and Bruno Valdez at the center back partnership. Hey man, you, you got to expect the unexpected now with Piojo. I'll just be honest. Especially with all these <laughs> missing pieces. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think earlier in the podcast, someone said it's ridiculous that we got about 10, 10 absences in regards to injuries, transfers, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, let's hope that... something. I mean, something's got to give. Hopefully, it is against this matchup. And then let's talk exactly as to what needs to give in order for these guys to walk away with three points. And it's not going to be an easy matchup by any means necessary. I mean, yes, Queretaro's coming away from a bad loss. Uh, they just won their game and Copa Amekis not that long ago last week. But I mean, they're coming into the league in terrible form. They used to have their best player be their goalkeeper. Now it looks like they're in, in need of a goalkeeper at this point. Um, it, it looks like Queretaro's slowly burning. Over there, but yet they still come into the statistic, and I still feel they're going to come out and play the best game they've ever played this season. No. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and no. especially more when um when Rafa Puentes' uh, positions on the line. If you guys didn't hear, he said that he's probably going to play his his job on the line here. If he doesn't get a result against America, then I think he's he's leaving, and you know that, that's huge. Okay, so I mean, what does America need to do? What does America have to do in order to get themselves three points? The opposite of what they did against Monterrey. And that's smart. And then a lot of people think, oh, he's just saying that to be clever. But no, that's actually ideal. It's it's hold the ball, retain the ball, and be creative when you're going forward. It means open up the spaces. Make some good runs. Acknowledge those runs whenever they're being made. Don't force a pass, though, if 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 the if the play isn't there. Hold the ball in the middle. Let Guido and Edson run your campaign. Let them do most of the movement, and you move along with them. What does that mean? That means your wingers adapt to the positions that your midfielders are. If they're deep, then you're deep with them. If they're pushing forward, you're running down the line, right? And it's so crucial 
that Henry or Roger come in and they check in and they learn to play off each other. That is going to be the most crucial part. It's not going to be your midfield, but it's how can your starting strikers partner up and learn to play with each other. And like our good friend, Mr. Emperor Palpatine said, is finishing the clear chances that we get. Yes, it's these two forwards. It's either Henry or Roger that I need them to come out and perform and get themselves a goal. A goal apiece would be perfect. A goal apiece means confidence and a goal apiece gives us at least a good calm train of thought going forward. If you look at some of the previous games that Rodgers had with us, and, and I'm not just talking these last two games, but it just seems that sometimes he's somewhat similar to Henry that he just fades away in, in some of these games. And whenever he does get the ball, it just seems that never something just never really goes right with him. You know, it, it's I need the most subtle and simple things to be worked on properly from these two players. That means retaining the ball. That's been controlling the ball, giving a good first touch, giving a, a, a good pass, you know, to, to, to your teammates and opening up the space, moving, making runs, pulling defenders, opening the space down the middle for Edson to run into all these little things have to come and, and, and really flow together in this game against Queretaro. And a lot of people think, well, it's just Queretaro. That's about it. But it's still an opposition. It's still someone you have to get through. And it's still someone that you have to go out there and try to perform against. It's not an easy task. Yes, you're at home. And that's the great thing about this because with so many, you know, so many absentees, absentees that it's perfect that you have this home, home game, especially for these youngsters. But I just I, I want to go out there and, and like you said, Dylan, just do the opposite against Monterrey. Be smart about it. Don't leave too much open spaces. Learn how to play properly and simple and bag them in when you get the chance. Yeah, but I just feel like it's the same narrative. I feel like we're living on a broken record right now. How many times have you said that? And how many times have you actually got it? How many times have you really? How, how many? Yeah, exactly. And how many times have you been consistent? Like, like we're we're practically going off a broken record right now, and that's that's what kind of sucks. And I, me even saying this seems like it's going off a broken record. Saying like, where's the consistency? Where's this team that we that we want for the full ninety minutes? Because damn it, we're in America. Like we shouldn't be playing like this. We should be playing with consistency and playing to the to what we know we can as the institution but we haven't we just haven't how long can you say that has been like that it's just a broken record right now and it's just gonna keep going and going and going until something is fixed and right now we just don't have the answers for that uh, yeah we, we honestly we honestly do not but hopefully that's uh th this broken record gets fixed and and our new topic something different you know we've been saying this since last season and look, what what got us last season? We got a championship, even though we complained about it. It's structure. It's this. It's consistency. It's being smart about it. It, it. It's all these little things that we complained about that still need to be fixed. Yet somehow we became champions off of it. So maybe maybe this broken record has some good luck to it. Uh, but with that said, though, you have to acknowledge the fact that this America side is weakened by all its absences. But it's still America, like you said. There's still internal competition. There's still very quality players that should come out and perform, especially against the Querétaro side. Again, no disrespect to Querétaro fans or the Querétaro institution itself, but you think America is the hierarchy in this situation. We're the better team. We're the better talented side. I think still you pit these two starting 11s, and I think America still edges Querétaro, maybe not by as much, but still by some. You are worried about the bench situation because you look at who could potentially come off, and you're a little bit worried. Your best bet is probably Tony Lopez if we're kind of agreeing in, in, in the situation that we had. I mean, 
you know, it's 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 America's time to shine with the with with the ugly things going on right now. Yeah, I agree. And you know, when we oh oh, and I hear oh. here Dylan was very attentive to my speech and yeah, you, same along um, with it. when you can check the chat first. And but like you were saying though, uh, we, you know, I think America can come up with the win. I mean, we also can't forget that Querétaro is last place with um with zero points. So I guess that should be in our advantage. We should use that to our advantage. We also, like you said, we can't we can't take them lightly. Um, they're gonna come out all guns blazing, especially because they seem very behind Rafa Puente Jr. And you know, they I guess they really want him to continue, so they're gonna fight for him. And if it means getting a scrappy win against us that all costs it's gonna happen and we need to be attentive and you know and, and prepared for that because anything can happen with this Querétaro team I don't know no you're still not there here I thought you were oh there yeah, you are you're moving <laughs> I'm here okay well anything you want you, you want to say in regards to what Christian was saying I kind of caught the last of what Christian was said, so I'm not really for sure everything that he said. So, but no, nah, just, we'll just leave it at that. Okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So, I mean, should we be worried about Querétaro? I mean, not necessarily worried, but I'm just like, anything can happen. Okay. No, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because I mean, Querétaro, uh, in the sense that they could still come out in surprises, but in the sense too, you're thinking, well, it's just Querétaro, so you should be able to get the job done. Well, I mean, not even that, but how many times have we sat here too? Like everybody comes out and plays their best against America, because and that's what I'm America. expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so. We'll see. Alrighty then. Everyone's favorite part of this of the podcast. Well, not today because everyone's favorite part is going to be announcing the winner on <laughs> on uh, on right now on on Twitter. Um, give me your predicted scoreline. Yeah. Oh, oh man, my mic was muted the whole time. What the fudge? Um, I think America <laughs> walks away <laughs> with the. <laughs> I say three nothing. Three nothing. Okay. Dylan? I say we scrape two. I say we scrape by two two. Two two. Wow, that is controversial for Mister Cowboy Dan. The chat is going off, and I'm gonna say, with the limited amount of of players, with everything going on, with America signing, with so much kind of confusion and, and what's going on, everything that happened with the referees and all that stuff going into the players' heads, some of the young, youngsters coming in and trying to prove themselves. Uh, it's tough, but I got to say, America walks out with a 4-0 victory against Querétaro in the Estadio Azteca. It's going to be Roger Martinez, Henry Martin, and a goal from Edson Alvarez as well, and a surprise own goal from Querétaro. We're going to walk away with four goals. We're going to walk away with three points. We're going to get our confidence back up. We're going to get the fans going, and we're going to be celebrating a very, very good weekend. Gentlemen, what do you say to that? For that, after, after the America win, it'll, only be, it'll be very early, so... You know, maybe maybe go out and celebrate. 
celebrate indeed. I mean, it's gonna be early too, so you get the chance. Yeah, there you go. Good. We'll see. I'm hope I'm wrong. I really do. Okay. Okay. That's it. I see some of the chat saying 3-1, 1-1. You're not the only one thinking it's going to be a draw. Chicken Biscuit 2-1, Jose Alvarado 3-1, Fernando Barajas 4-1, Luis 3-1. No one thinks we're going to get a clean sheet. I mean, besides Christian, uh, Christian Bejarano. Excuse me if I butchered your name. I'm so sorry, my friend. Uh, Diego Martin saying 3-0 or 3-1. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Isaac said, you're crazy, Dylan. 2-2? That's nuts. That's crazy. Sometimes you got to take a leap of faith. I don't know how that's a leap of faith, but I wanted to say that. You know what? I was <laughs> I was like, I wonder where you got that from. But you got that from the uh, the movie, the Spider-Man movie, Into the Spider-Verse. Send that yeah, address. We'll all celebrate together. I wish. Imagine we all live together, guys. If we all live together, that's a guy that we'd be there in a one big house or a very cramped apartment. Yeah. It's it just says we, we all live in different time zones, and it's pretty funny. One day. One day, one day. the Eagle Eye boys will go on tour and party with every America fan. For every win we get against Queretaro. Mark our words. Mark our words. All right. With that said, gentlemen, we're expecting at least a decent game on Saturday, correct? Yes, sir. All righty. Let's get it. Let's. Get it. Again, you guys can catch that game on Univision Deportes and uh, hopefully get things going. But um, it should be an interesting one. Make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter. We're going to have live tweets, live reactions of what's going on. And uh, it should be fun. Should be really, really fun. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Definitely. Definitely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that closes the segment. And it, imagine everyone would just been like, all right, everyone, bye. And just end of the podcast here everyone would have been so tight oh, everyone, everyone, everyone would have been so mad tuned in into the show for nothing wait what hold up i thought they were tuning in for us <laughs> hopefully they come back because they hopefully. enjoy the podcast and uh they, they want to be in the discussion just as much uh but um yes it's that time of the moment we're about to give away the jersey to one of you lucky listeners and viewers today oh man are you guys excited christian how do i get all the names i have no idea how to get all hold up hold up i am literally doing that right now that's why i was so quiet throughout that because i was doing all of this but uh we have, okay. we have a lot we have a lot it's almost time it's almost time now now i'm seeing all these people saying where they live at anyone out here in southern california let me know i mean I would be down to, you know, Mr. Emperor Palpatine, you live in Riverside. I'm like 20 minutes away from you, my guy. There you but go. First of all, Southern California Americanistas, let me know if you guys are here because it'd be cool to get together for a pretty big game. I don't know, maybe an America Pumas game, an America Cruz Azul game, maybe even an America Chivas game, get together in a designated location. You know, maybe that's not too far for everyone. Get together and watch an America game, interact, live tweet it, live share it. It'd be amazing. And it'd just be amazing to interact with all of you guys, really. I, at the end of the day, I think our goal is to be able to meet every single one of you guys, if, if I'm being honest with you. Correct, boys? 
Oh, definitely. I would love to meet every single one of you guys. All the support that you give us, it's, you know, I, I, I just want to shake your hand or something, man. Have, have a good conversation <laughs> with you. So anyone, so everyone who is in the Southern California area, especially in the Inland Empire, whether it be Riverside, uh, Corona, Victorville, Eastville, Moreno Valley, where I'm from, I mean, everyone. A, you know, Long Beach, I think LA still, it's a little far, but we can make it work, you know, Anaheim, Orange, whatever, wherever you guys may be in the Southern California area. Let me know if you guys would be interested in maybe getting together to watch an America game one of these weekends. I think it'd be fun. It'd be interactive and uh, we can record it and share it and post it and, and show the community what it's all about, you know, kind of give, give balance or not balance, but give um, kind of unity to all of this and uh you know we'll we'll set it up looks like some people are down so uh definitely we'll set it up i will tweet it out for uh let's see when is the next game for america besides the Querétaro game it will be on tuesday the game no i meant in the league oh it will be next saturday against leon mm, that would be interesting that would be interesting to get together to watch that game and hopefully win against Leon. Be interesting to talk about that game. There you go. Who knows? So all right. Real question is who is in West Texas? Who is in West Texas? Yes. Probably, so who's in West just Texas? Me. No one cares about that. Everyone cares about who is in New York. Thank you. I mean, the chat is almost I think the chat <laughs> is about 70% California right now. Yeah. And I'm excited. I mean I want right, to Dylan. get this going. Sorry, Dylan. And uh, we're uh, <laughs> people are getting impatient. People want to know who's the winner. Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That that was it. There's a lot of names. That's my bad. Here, I sent it all in our chat. Jesus, that is a lot of names. <laughs> Just copy and paste all of that, and then let's get it going. All right. Wow. Thank you again to everyone who uh, who came in and supported. Oh, what is going on? Okay. All right. Copy. Okay. Time to do the screen share, so you guys don't think we're cheating or whatnot. Make sure our hey, top. Our, make sure our top secret information isn't there. You know. Hey, look, Isaac Workerson in the chat said me. I guess he's in West Texas too. Nice go. screen share. You guys can see everything, right? I guess me and Dylan have to mute ourselves only because we're gonna. Our... You can just click on it. Yeah, you can just click on my screen, and uh, you guys will be able to see everything going on right now. Yeah, but here no, are the but names. them. No, but them. Yes, them. Why them. is it my name there? Because you can't join. Did you not hear me earlier? The higher ups don't want you there. <laughs> no, I didn't join. The money's at risk, right, Dylan? I didn't join. I said, uh, never, <laughs> it's confusing. But here's, here's everyone's names. So you guys can see that uh, if you guys entered within the time frame, your guys' names is here. A lot of names. Damn. Absolutely a lot of names. Okay. Are we ready? Drum roll, no. please. Oh, your your name was here, Dylan. I, I see what you mean. That's, now. A, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's my name there? <laughs> Dylan is not the winner, though. Dylan is not the winner. I, this was just me test running 
the uh, the random randomizer. Sorry. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, moment of truth. And the winner of our 600 follower on Twitter giveaway is. There you go, at CEE underscore 600. Congratulations. You are the winner. And uh, we uh, we love you guys' support. Thank you so much for everything. Oh, my gosh. That was a bit tense. That was crazy. Congratulations to who? Oh, to Mr. Goodness. Chicken Nugget. Congratulations. Let us know in the chat. Oh, wait, no, yeah, there's no in the chat. You already you already told us. <laughs> Dylan, it was not rigged. Edgar, it was not rigged. You guys saw it in front of your eyes. Oh my goodness, guys. Let's get civil here. Let's get civil here. <laughs> Everyone's saying it was rigged. Why? It's the last time we're doing one of these. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> chicken biscuit, a member of the chicken trinity, walks away with it. There you wow. go. <laughs> God damn. So was... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't know how else to do this then. Oh man. Uh, I feel bad now. Congratulations to everyone though. I think <laughs> he made eight accounts. Oh my goodness. I hope you guys are kidding, though, and you guys are not too ultimately hurt about this. Uh, don't forget, we have a YouTube giveaway coming up shortly. We have so so close to getting to that 700 giveaway. Um, so thank you guys for everything, really. Congratulations to Mr. Chicken Nugget. You won. Congratulations to everyone. I honestly think at the end of the day, we're all, and this is going to sound cheesy. I know it is, but in a way, kind of all winners. We're all a community. We're all a family here. Um, and I think that's the most important part is to be alongside with you guys and share this experience and have one of you guys win. Uh, at the end of the day, I have faith in that this will grow. This community will 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 take even bigger and, and newer heights. And because of that, we'll be able to do more, give more to you guys, give more back. And, uh, and yeah, and I mean, the perfect situation here is, you know, if we meet each other and, and we go out and, and we watch a game come, come you know, kind of convivate within each other, that is you know also an amazing thing that we could do and hopefully you guys are still all up to that thank you again so much for for all the help and all the support gentlemen anything you want to say to these guys no uh, nothing just congrats to whoever um whoever won our giveaway uh it means a lot that we have so many people enter one two three four five okay just say it was over 30 over 30 people entered the giveaway and you know it just means a lot that you guys support us this much and like ivan said hopefully we can do more of these in the future and hopefully none of you guys are actually actually hurt or actually think this was rigged because we kind of you know presented it to you we don't know how else to do it um but yeah thank you guys for coming today and i hope you guys will continue to support us on twitter and come back next week Definitely. So make sure you guys, uh, everyone in SoCal, make sure you guys stay tuned to uh, tomorrow's Twitter. I'll uh, I'll set that up and hopefully get uh, get you guys going so we can watch a game together. Uh, maybe not this weekend. It's already coming too close, but maybe we can plan it out for next weekend and have a pretty big event. So thank you guys. Have yourselves a wonderful night. Thank you again for everyone who joined. Thank you guys. Hopefully you guys come back next week. We have amazing, amazing uh 
topics and discussions every single week. So make sure you guys do come join the community, join the live chat, live chat, join us on Twitter, hit us up. We always love to respond to you guys, whether you guys DM us, whether you guys tweet us out, anything. Thank you so much again. Gentlemen, as always, Christian, Mr. Cowboy Dan, as always, it's been a pleasure. Tuesdays are always, always the highlights of my week. And Same. then uh, make sure you guys do follow these guys on Twitter as well because, uh, you know, they're wonderful people. Wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you again to everyone, 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 everyone from the bottom of our heart, everyone that came and, and tuned in. We hope to see you guys again next week, and uh, we hope to see you guys in the near future as well. As always, I've been Ivan. That's been Christian. That's been Dylan. Hey. And uh, we've been the Eagle Eye Boys, our mixtape coming out soon. And uh, as always, Arriba America. See you guys this Saturday. Goodbye. <laughs>